Please hello and welcome to Listen, I Made a Hat, the podcast where we analyze, discuss, and worship all things related to Broadway composer and personal god, Stephen Sondheim. I'm your host, Sheila O'Neill, and today we will be giving an overview of the life and works of Sondheim to give all listeners a basic knowledge which we will build upon in future episodes. Let's start at the very beginning. March 22nd, 1930. On this day in New York City, Stephen Joshua Sondheim was born to his parents, Etta Janet Foxy Sondheim and Herbert Sondheim. His parents had found success in the dressmaking business and were often working, so Stephen spent his young childhood being raised by nannies and housekeepers. He looks back fondly on these early years, but everything changed when, at age 10, Sondheim was left alone with his mother when his parents got divorced. Foxy was not emotionally equipped to deal with the situation, and the way she treated her son left him resentful toward her. But one thing she did right was move to a house in Pennsylvania, which was very close to the home of Oscar Hammerstein II, who became a mentor and surrogate father to Sondheim. Sondheim wrote his first musical with a group of friends at school. The show was called By George, and it was about their school, the George School. One day, Sondheim brought the show to Hammerstein and told Hammerstein to pretend it was just another show crossing his desk as a producer and to treat it as such. Steve went home and dreamed of being the first 15-year-old with a show on Broadway. But the next day, Hammerstein told him that if he were really going to treat it like a show written by a stranger, he had to admit that it wasn't a professional piece. But that didn't mean it didn't show promise. Oscar went over the script page by page with Steve, showing him how he could do better in the future. By the end of it, Sondheim had learned more about musical theater in one afternoon than many people learn in a lifetime. When Sondheim went to college, Hammerstein told him to write four musicals, one based on a play he admired, one based on a play he thought could be improved, one based on a non-dramatic work, such as a novel, and one original musical. Writing these shows and getting Hammerstein's feedback on them gave Sondheim experience and practice. They also left him with a portfolio of original work, which was enough to impress Lemuel Ayers, the producer of a new musical which was to become Saturday Night. Sondheim was hired to write the songs for the show, which was set to premiere on Broadway in 1955. Unfortunately, Ayers died before the show raised its budget, and the project remained unproduced for another four decades. But Sondheim's next show, West Side Story, went up as planned in 1957 and became a commercial success. Sondheim almost walked away from the offer to write lyrics for West Side because he wanted to write music too, and he feared that he might become pegged as a lyricist for the rest of his career. But Hammerstein convinced him that it was a great opportunity to work with the other talented people who were creating the show. When Sondheim was given the offer to work on his next show, Gypsy, he was eager to write music again. But the star, Ethel Merman, didn't want to take a risk with such a young songwriter. And so Jules Stein was hired to write the music, and Sondheim was designated as a lyricist again. Again, he contemplated leaving the project, but Hammerstein pointed out that it would be a good experience to write for a star. With A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, Sondheim got his chance to write music for Broadway at last. And after Forum, with three successes under his belt, he and collaborator Arthur Lawrence set out to write an original musical unlike anything The Great White Way had ever seen before. But despite a wonderful score, an insightful book, and the talent of a young Angela Lansbury, Anyone Can Whistle only ran for nine performances. Sondheim was crushed but resilient, and his next show was an opportunity to make good on a promise he'd made Oscar Hammerstein just before his beloved mentor died in 1960, that Sondheim would collaborate with Richard Rogers. For a third and final time, Sondheim wrote only the lyrics for a Broadway show. Do I Hear a Waltz was a pleasant enough musical, but it was born out of convenience and obligation, not passion, and it is neither Sondheim's nor Rogers' best work. In 1970, Sondheim's career and Broadway itself changed forever with Company. Directed by Harold Prince and with a book by George Firth, 
Company is often cited as Broadway's first concept musical. The show had no linear plot. Instead, it focused around the concept of marriage. For the rest of the 1970s, Sondheim and Prince turned out a string of critically praised and long-running musicals, Follies, A Little Night Music, Pacific Overtures, and Sweeney Todd. They were the exciting geniuses of Broadway. But looking back on it, Sondheim believes that his contemporaries resented himself and Prince for taking theatrical risks and still being well-off, and that many of them were waiting for the duo to fail. They only had to wait until 1981. Merrily We Roll Along was a promising piece, but it needed more work than it had time, and it ran for only 16 performances. The way the Broadway community pounced on Steve and Hal disheartened Sondheim, and for a moment, he considered leaving the theater forever. But then he met James Lapine. Sunday in the Park with George not only returned Sondheim to Broadway, it also won the Pulitzer Prize for Drama, an honor which has only been awarded to eight musicals to date since the award began in 1917. Sondheim collaborated with Lapine again with Into the Woods in 1987 and Passion in 1994. In 2004, Nathan Lane revised the book for the Broadway debut of Sondheim's The Frogs. And John Weidman worked with Stephen Sondheim on Assassins in 1990 and a musical about the Meisner brothers, which, after many incarnations, became Roadshow in 2008. Stephen Sondheim turned 85 last March, but that doesn't mean he's done writing. After taking some time away from new musicals to put together his annotated collection of lyrics, Sondheim began working with playwright David Ives on an as-yet-untitled musical, which will be based on two films by Louis Buñuel, Exterminating Angel and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie. And so we've caught up with the present. In future episodes, we'll be delving deeper into all of Sondheim's Broadway musicals, along with the films, straight play, and unproduced projects which weren't mentioned today. Join us on October 15th for a history and analysis of Saturday Night. And if you're new to the world of Sondheim and want more information on his works, first of all, welcome. And I suggest looking at his two-volume set of collected lyrics, Finishing the Hat and Look I Made a Hat. I would also recommend the HBO documentary Six by Sondheim, which is filled with Sondheim interviews and some wonderful musical performances. Although I must warn you now that the strange version of I'm Still Here, which was produced for the documentary, is probably worth the trouble it would take to skip past it. And the quote of the day is, White, a blank page or canvas, his favorite. So many possibilities.